0: Everybody, how's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know this is Kevin from the Card Progression Podcast, sponsored by Dark Fusion Systems, the best in custom computing. Whether it's for gaming, creative, music, whatever it is, Dark Fusion Systems will build the computer for you. You get $100 off your entire abilities it's called CP Pod at darkfuturescissors.com the description of the podcast below. Thank you. Now in our feature presentation, our final episode for 2023, we're going back north across the border. We're going back to Canada with the band Built on Blood. They've been suggested to us during our Canadian hardcore scene spotlight and we're going to end the year with them and we're going to see how great this scene is once again from their perspective and going forward, how much stronger it's going to be in 2024. You guys ready for this one? Let's yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Core Progression Podcast, throughout like the last quarter of 2023, you've seen us put a spotlight on some of the great bands in the Canadian hardcore scene. We first out about it from a band called The Northern. We bought on bands like Rust, Fight On Sight, Rockpile, and even a couple more. We've had some great suggestions for bands, and the one today that we're going to wrap up 2023 with is right here, and they've been suggested multiple times by these bands, so you know they're going to be good. Hailing from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, you can listen to their Life Sentence EP, which came out this year, and if you don't listen to it after this episode, what the fuck are you doing? But we're going to jump right in with this band. Currently, one of their members is cooking pasta for these guys, and he'll be joining us shortly. His name is Cole, but please welcome right now with us Christian and Josh from the band Built on Blood, the podcast. So gentlemen, Welcome to Core Progression Podcast. Up, hey, thank you for up? having us. Yeah, what's up? Thanks for being on, guys. I hope that intro was enough to your liking. Especially, I need to make sure that Cole was put in there with his pasta making skills.
1: You want to see? You want to see what he's doing?
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: He's just
0: kind
1: of. Yeah, he's kind of floating around.
0: He's just having a good time. I mean, you guys need to get him like one of those big giant chef's hats and make it potentially have where he's got a little rat inside of him, like you know, directing how he cooks.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, we're all uh, we're all Italians, and we take pasta. It was just natural. Exactly. Have to take it very, very, very seriously. No, you can't. No, going all American on it and breaking the pasta before you put it in the you know, put in the pot. You got to let that thing just go full in there and just cook like normal. You got to have enough water in there too. Let it dance a little bit and not get, you know, clumped up and, uh, who wants to deal with that shit? Well, Uh, he's, he's good
2: at it. So like every time he makes it, we just, uh, we enjoy it a lot. So
0: he's like a chef part-time pretty much for the band. Well, fucking a guys, you're making me hungry already. Well, I know what I'm doing right after this episode. I'm making myself. Go to awesome. In-N-Out
2: Burger, man, or whatever they have in the States. I don't know what you guys have in Wisconsin.
0: Uh, In-N-Out is definitely more on the West Coast. Here, the re- like the fast food restaurant that's more regional to us, not going McDonald's, not going like burger King. Got to go to Culver's if you're going to a fast food restaurant. However, there's one near me called Cops just here in Milwaukee. They got some yeah. big-ass fucking burgers. And then the best custard I've ever had in my entire life. So it's like I get a nice big burger, two scoop yeah. cone, I'm on my way, and I'm feeling good. Man, the, the Packers are from Wisconsin, right? The Green Bay Packers? That is correct, yes. Oh, that's why you mentioned cheese already, because they have the cheese on their heads and stuff. They, I guess that's fan. like a
2: topical thing.
0: It, it is very quite topical, and I literally had a conversation about this recently. We are like, oh, yeah, you guys got the cheese on your heads. I'm like, yeah, I don't wear the cheese on my heads. I'm not a Packers fan. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we what don't about- have, we we just have the Tiger Cats in Hamilton, so
0: that's the only football we got. Yeah, but you guys got better things that are, like, you know, good hardcore music right now. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, Sorry, he's throwing
2: yeah. bread at me. He's throwing bread at
0: me. Okay, now I know you guys are definitely Italian. You're cooking pasta and you're having bread flying across the room. This is definitely <laughs> one hell of a start. <laughs> See now I'm expecting to potentially go see you guys at a live show and you know see some crazy ass hardcore music and just food flying in the pit. What am I going to see? Am I going to see pasta, bread, eggplant, parmesan? Am I going to start seeing <laughs> like cannolis flying everywhere for the last song because it's dessert time? I yeah, don't fucking we'll know. A, but yeah, we'll get a
2: <laughs> we'll get DJ Khaled's chef to make us a bunch of stuff. You know, <laughs> and just go
0: crazy. Yeah. I'd say for one like super duper big show, you guys could easily pull that off. Plus who doesn't who doesn't want to go to a show and be like, holy shit, there's Italian food here? God yeah. damn, I'm gonna kick some ass and then I'm actually gonna have a great meal afterwards. This is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you like red sauce or white sauce? I'm more of a red sauce guy. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I never got into the white sauce. My, my when I was in college, my roommates loved eating like anything with Alfredo sauce And I was just like, you know, what? You got to put some actual, you know, pasta sauce on it. Actually, get that yeah. red sauce on there. So, so, so much better. A lot more flavor yeah. in my mind, and not as like super duper weird and creamy. Mm. Uh, I still like chicken Alfredo, but I'd rather have red sauce over white sauce on most of the dishes. Yeah. We uh, if you ever come to Hamilton, we could just make you pasta. You yeah. Have- We'll take care of you, man. I do have to talk with Rob and Rust on that because we came up with an idea for me to come up to like the Hamilton area one weekend when they're doing like a big show or something. Literally just go to a couple shows, set up shop in a venue somewhere where they're having one, do a bunch of interviews with bands. Fuck it. Yeah. You know, I'll set up one with you guys, just bring some pasta along and we'll literally <laughs> have a full on interview while having dinner. Yeah, that would be sick. If you actually come up though, that would be sick though. Like, I mean, there's a lot
2: of good stuff happening here and it would be sick if you just, like, saw it in person, you know? So. That's
0: what, I mean, from what I first heard about the Canadian hardcore scene, when I first started interviewing the bands from there everyone's just talking about how insane it is, how close everybody is, how welcoming it is, and how no matter what style of show you like, whether you'd like to just sit in the crowd, watching what's going on, be up front as close as possible, be in the pit, and potentially just throw your shoulder to somebody or throw go fists of fury, go crowd killing, you know, hardcore dancing, whatever you want, it's going to be there and people are going to be open to it, accepting of you who you are. So I heard that and I'm like, well, that's awesome, but how's the music? And then I listen to the music and it's getting me into hardcore music a lot more than I already was. So, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I I want to do this. Yeah. Well, yeah. The community here is like...
2: Yeah, it's like you go to a show and you see... Everyone in the crowd is like everyone you know pretty much. It's just homies. Just yeah. homies supporting homies pretty much. It's pretty cool, yeah. Because like every show is like a big homie fest. And it's like... You'll get new faces, which is obviously... It's, like, very uh, encouraged. You know, we want new people to show up. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we'll dap up, like, 50 people by the end of the night. Like, it's it's actually crazy, you know? So
0: See, that's something that's really cool in the end. You're creating this whole entire community where, yeah, you're having a bunch of homies come out to shows. It's You're having everyone support everybody. But at the same time, it's not just sticking to these certain people at every single show. Are a lot of these people going to the same shows? Absolutely. That's how you build that scene up. But it's got to have a way to have a lot more people join in and become part of that. And if you're seeing new people show up every single night on a consistent basis, no matter what show you go to, that says a lot about how good this scene is and how fast it's growing. And how much good music is coming out of it to where once more and more people, especially more and more people in the music industry and across all, you know, rock, metal, and hardcore as well from across the world get to know about this, now more eyes are going to be put on there. More attention is going to be given to it, and more bands in there are going to grow to a certain point where, you know, you're going off and you're touring either the U.S., you're touring all throughout Canada, you're going over to Europe, and hell, then you go down to Australia and see what the fuck those guys are doing down there. Yeah. It's, uh,
2: no, it's good. Like we, uh, I mean, we haven't really tra- traveled much like all out West. Like, we went up to Montreal and there's like a cool, like, uh, like almost, uh, like, yeah, like an affinity, like a good friendship between like Ontario hardcore and Montreal. Like we always like fuck with each other really hard. But, uh, you know, we went down to, uh, we went down to Detroit recently and like, it was, uh, You know everyone's there everyone there is like the same super friendly and like they know like a lot of the bands from like hamilton like toronto and stuff like um yeah it's uh for us it's like a little it's a little weird like reaching out because like when it comes to canadian bands are trying to get into the states and stuff like you need like a like a visa and like you need like whatever like b1 or whatever it is to get actually play in the states so when it comes to breaking that like glass ceiling, it takes a little bit of work and like a lot of money. So uh the thing is like, it's like, we have a good community here, but like kind of like outreaching, like, cause there's bands here that do have good, like streaming numbers and like have good, uh like social media numbers, like all that kind of stuff. But it's just like actually getting to like, you know, where you want to be like the States is like kind of like the, the silver beacon of hardcore. Like it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit shitty you need to pay a lot of money so um we we're starting to have bands that are starting to do like mile ends like kind of bearing the torch for that kind of stuff like they signed to nmz earlier this year yeah. prowl too yeah prowl prowl is a huge one like uh max from prowl he's like all about hardcore the rest of the guys are too like they, they've been touring the states like this whole year and like they've been going to europe and stuff so um yeah, like they're they're kind of setting the standards, and like we we don't really know like the L. West guys like too too much. Like, just like recently, like they came over for Hold Your Ground, and like we introduced ourselves and stuff. But um, like all those guys, like you know, they got bands like World of Pleasure and like Serration, who are like they're signed to like K's and like they're doing huge things. So, um, yeah, there's like there's a lot of good things happening in Canada. It's just, like, for for a Canadian band, like, you need to, like, really, like, kind of make sure you have, like, a local backing here or else, like, you know, you're going to be playing to, like, no one and, like, you can't really, like, break that glass ceiling too much. It's, like, uh, unless you have, like, a lot of money and, like, a lot of local support. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my tangent there. I mean, so. It- it's a good tangent to go off on, and it's something that helps everyone else as fans and you know listeners, people that are fully ingrained in the Canadian hardcore scene, and us over in the U.S. as well, understand a little bit more of the struggles that it comes from getting bands from Canada over to the U.S. and it's similar to anywhere else around the world. Bands from Europe trying to get over to the U.S. bands from Australia trying to get over to the U.S. There's always going to be some sort of visa issue and some other red tape you have to cross because you are crossing international borders. And it's going to be more difficult to do that. Plus, when it comes to doing that, especially if you're on a record label or even if you're independent, I say actually, especially if you're independent, you have to make sure that either it's going to be worthwhile where you can make money on it or because it's going to cost a lot or are you going to be able to go out there and potentially eat a certain amount of that cost and potentially not get it back? But is it going to be worth the opportunity to do that? You always have to play that game. And unless you have a strong backing at home, to help you get your music a lot larger, help you get yourself you know, the streaming numbers up so that those algorithms start picking up your music a little bit more, start sending it out to more people. That's where it starts. And then that backing can say, hey, especially from the Canadian hardcore scene, now that it's starting to get a lot more prominent, it's starting to get a lot more notice on it. It has this feeling of certain quality behind it, this embeddedness of quality, similar to what we see with Australian metal, where bands are coming out of there and you're already having this assumption that they're going to be good because you know what's coming out of there you've heard what's coming out of there with the canadian hardcore scene what i'm hearing is like this is some really fucking good stuff and i want to highlight it because the more we highlight it here the better chance we have people to get into it, people to notice it and to have that embedded knowledge that bands that are coming out of canada from the hardcore scene are going to have good music behind them so that the rest of the scene should be getting behind them, that people can get behind them over here in the U S and then coming over here, not only is much more, you know, easier because you know, you have a market here, but also more fruitful at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I,
2: I, I agree. It's, uh,
0: yeah, it's like, everyone's just trying to
2: go to the States 100% early to Europe. Like that's like everyone's goal. So yeah, without a doubt, it's, um, uh, you know, like every Ontario band's for sure, like, dream to kind of branch out. So,
0: yeah. We're, we're trying to get there
2: eventually, too. So,
0: I know one thing, especially just for the fact that you guys are from Ontario, is when you break into the States, when it comes to crossing the borders, and when it comes to getting to a place where, you know, your music is going to be, I would say, more well-received in the U.S. compared to other areas of the country, you you guys are in a great spot because you're right around, the you know, the Midwest part of the country. You know, you, you mm-hmm. cross over in, a, in Detroit right away. Detroit's going to be a good place to start as well. You got Cleveland around there, Annapolis, Chicago, where I'm at, Milwaukee. You go further east towards Buffalo, New York, Boston, Philadelphia. You have a lot of these areas around here where, you know, they're they're it's going to be further for you, but it's not going to be something so far where you're a band that if you want to make it, you have to travel out to Los Angeles in order to make it on that end. It's proximity-wise, you have a little bit of a help piece there but of course the big key is how are you going to be able to cross the border and do so successfully when it comes to making sure that you're going to be able to come over play here have an audience that's going to show up and also make some money in the process yeah yeah i don't know
2: do you have anything to say no, yes. no really. <laughs> i'm just chilling. yeah he's just chilling but uh yeah no uh i mean yeah buffalo's like an hour away to us and uh yeah, they, they got, like, fans like Space and stuff, and, like, it's cool. Like, you'll see, like um, – you'll see Donnie and, like, Lexi from Space just come up to, like, a random, like, Steel City Hardcore bill, like, on a Monday. They actually did that recently for Broken Bow, and it's just like, dang, you, you need to come up here. But they're just like, no, we just love hardcore, you know? Like, we just wanted to, like, come up and, like, mosh and shit. So, yeah, like, it's – uh, I especially within the last year, I feel – um. With what Steel City Hardcore has been doing, like they kind of like, um, bridge—not bridge, but kind of like weaved like the connections between like Buffalo and like somewhat Detroit. They're the you know they they got like Enemy of God up here earlier this year, big deal too. Big deal, yeah. D block, um, yeah. D block came up here a couple times. Um, they're they're kind of like weaving that like uh like Canadian American gap there and um yeah like uh it's it's good because uh like i i guess i don't know how it was before but yeah no it's uh i don't think it was as commonplace like a lot of like american i mean they would come up here but like a lot of like like local bands that wouldn't have the opportunity to like play with like an american band like they wouldn't really you know be playing on the same bill as like a b block or like even bigger bands like uh like a bulldoze so it's really cool that you know we're uh steel city and like other promoters around here are like kind of facilitating that so it's uh it's been really cool like the the growth in the past year has been like pretty remarkable actually it's um you know just like even attendance and stuff just uh just like coverage like you like we'll get like not a push pit. just like sharing like mosh clips from like shows that we've been to and it's like there's only like 80 to 100 people at this show so it's like how did that get to not a push, but people just go fucking ballistic, right? Like, they don't, they're just going brazy. So it's, like, fucking, it's it's really cool to see, like, you know, like, it it feels, like, kind of small when you're here, but, like, there's still, like, that kind of, like, outreach potentiality. And, uh, yeah, we have, like, really good promoters here that are kind of facilitating that. So, yeah, it's been good.
1: That's, oh, go ahead. I think the goal is to kind of, like, bridge it to where we have, like, Uh, um, Ontario and like Quebec how it's like we're just like all just a group and just homies and hopefully like we can get to that with like places like super close like Detroit and Buffalo and stuff and it just be homies supporting homies
0: well just kind of hearing what you said about that homies supporting homies so that you guys can consistently get to those places that are just across board from Canada like Buffalo and Detroit it makes a lot of sense, and from other conversation I've had with other bands, along with Rob from Rust as well, because I do have to shout him out with Steel City Hardcore. That's one thing I've consistently been hearing is, oh, since you know, since the pandemic broke, and since people are able to go back to shows, it's been much more of people supporting people, band supporting bands, and trying to make that connection so that you're not in this small secular part of a scene where it's like, okay, you have to be from this city, and then they're only supporting you. No, you want to expand, you want to break out and just see where you can get more of that connection because the larger surface area you cover now you have more people that you can connect with you have bigger markets you can work with especially if Ontario and Quebec combining holy shit there's going to be a lot of other places you guys can go and play and you know there's going to be support there it helps you grow your band and like I said earlier it has this embedded feeling of whenever bands are starting to pop off from there because of how much goodness is coming out of there because of how much hype is coming out of there you know those bands are going to have something behind them they're going to have have some sort of quality behind them that you can get behind that are going to take them over into the U S and a rising tide raises all ships. I firmly believe that. And other bands from the scene are going to be able to follow along with that, forge a path behind it. And then there's like this roadmap that you can go on in order to break through, to get to the U S. And if more hardcore bands are doing it, you're going to consistently see it again. I'm relating this back to the Australian metal scene and how much that is popping up and how many bands are breaking through coming over to the U S or even going to, uh, the Europe as well from that. There's so much happening in that realm where I can see a very similar thing happening with Canadian hardcore. Now, are you guys at the level of Australian metal? N- no, not yet. But the backbone is there, the building is there, and the growth is there to make sure that within the next couple of years, it's, it's yeah. there. Like it's at that point. It's going to take yeah. some time, but over the past year, year and a half, you guys have put yourself in a fantastic spot with Steel City hardcore and with the rest of the Canadian scene.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like, just talking to friends, like, talking to, uh, like, Connor from Reality Tonight, he's a super cool guy. He, he's he been in hardcore for a long time, like, local hardcore, and he, he's always saying, he's like, I think 2024 is going to be, like, a really big year for what's going on here. And even, like, you could see, like, little things, like, little progressions, like, at Hold Your Ground, like... Last year, like there was like a good turnout, but like you know the horseshoe was like in the pit was like literally the whole room like wide, and uh, that venue haunts House, Like like it's it's a cool venue. It, it's just big, so like you know like it, there was huge. It was like a football field's length of like mosh. It was it was crazy. So this year, like just like little progressions, like it was all closed in. Like so many people that like last year didn't know how to really like mosh or didn't like figure out style or a little too timid to go in the pit. Like they're just like in there, just, you know, throwing their body and like, you know, doing crazy shit. So like, you know, you're slowing, you're slowly seeing like a good natural progression here. And um,
0: yeah. um, Yeah. I don't know. But but yeah,
2: that's, that's
0: it. That's it. But it's a good thing when you're seeing that natural progression happen. That means that you have something that means that there's something there means that there's some fruitfulness to it and more people connecting with it and growing with it. It allows fans to continue to grow within their own musical sense and feel like they're a part of something, especially the time when everything seems like everything but everybody's trying to be divided no matter what if it's political economic whatever even on social media hell i still remember for like what from 10 like 10 nine years ago when they had the picture online where it's, is this dress white and gold or is it black and blue <laughs> that, and everyone was debating that that picture's yeah. coming back i see that shit all the time like, i haven't I seen know,
1: that
2: thing since like 2015 well, what is it blue and black is that what's that i'm saying
1: i'm saying black
0: black (laughs) yeah that
2: makes no sense
0: dude it's fucking i don't get it yeah i was gonna say see like literally exactly what we're talking about like it's just there's always like this okay you're going back and forth on this and there's people arguing all over the place social media just in person but what it seemed like with the canadian hardcore scene is naturally it's just a place where people can come they can be themselves And there's not going to be like this pettiness around there. Of course, is there going to be some sprinkled in there in certain pockets? Of course, in a large group, there's going to be. Always is. You're not going to get away from it. There's always some assholes in a very large group. However, for the majority of it, for the major majority of it, the fact that people are feeling confident enough and free enough to go to these places, be a part of the scene, and if they're not very you know, particular going into the mosh pit, throwing their bodies around. Yeah, they don't have to, but if they feel confident enough to go and do it and they want to give it a shot and they're seeing what other people are doing, figuring out what their style is going to be, go for it. We want to see that shit. We want to see that happen and you're going to get so much more connected with it then people are going to pick up on that vibe from you they're going to want to know why the hell are you so positive and you're saying because say, i beat the shit out of someone in a mosh pit and it was fun and they're like why the hell did you like to do that well come with me to a show and you'll see what it's like and then everyone that comes to those shows is like yeah now i understand i'm into this yeah i, I
2: always think it's like a baptism by fire going to a show like if you're new yeah it's oh, like
1: yeah.
2: it's like because like it's you're either you either kind of like like, like, I don't know. You either approach, like, a new person to a show, like, oh, okay, don't don't hit them or, like, be gentle or, like, you know, don't be, like, too scary violent or else they'll be turned off. But, like, I, I, I'm kind of under the belief where it's, like, no, just, like, if you're going to go to a hardcore show and you see, like, the shit that happens, just, like, and it's crazy, then, like, you either like it or you don't. And if you like it, then you'll love it, right? So, like, just go ballistic. Like, just go 100%. So...
0: Even for me, it's like when I go to some of those shows and it's, of course, I'm always going to the pit. I'm always having a blast. But if I go to some more of those hardcore shows, it's, you know, at times I'm like, you know what? Do I really want to get hit in the face today? Not sure about that. But I always know that if I jump in there and that first hit that I take, it's like, okay, this wasn't so bad. And then mentally, I'm already into it. It's just like getting that first little bugaboo out of the way. And I think for a lot of people, too, it's especially like, okay, there's you see what's going on there. And you have this embedded fear because you don't wanna get hit. You know it's gonna hurt. But you take that first hit and you feel like, hey, I'm okay. Now you start to get into the momentum of it. You start to get into the energy of it and you just drive forward with it and you just have an absolute fucking blast. And that's when all of a sudden you decide, This is for me because you want to feel that moment of euphoria and happiness and letting all the anger and the shit that's out of your life just in a moment with everybody in a very, very, very positive way where other people are doing the same thing. And, of course, if you get knocked down, what's going to happen? There's going to be 10 other people in that pit that are rushing you to pick your ass right back up. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. So you got to follow rule number one, the pit. When someone falls down, you pick their ass back up. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. 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 So I, I was going to say, wait a minute. If you're going like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. There's got to be. there seems like there might be some story around there where someone got knocked the fuck down and had to get picked back up. Is there? Yeah. Uh, is
1: uh, It's just, it, it just right? kind of. Yeah. Not necessarily. It's just. You watch it, you yeah. Sometimes I'm watching a little bit too crazy, but <laughs> <laughs> that's aside from the point you know (laughs) you're just cool guy in the conversation we're gonna (laughs) leave that
2: that no like yeah no it happens like when someone falls down like, for sure i don't know if there's like a specific story where it was like like i mean like there's been like friends that got knocked out and be like okay everyone rushes to like pick them up but like nothing that like kind of stands out just like it's kind of commonplace it'll happen like not every show like every no
1: like not like
2: Yeah, like, like, I don't know, recently, the last few shows, there's been, like, there's been, like, an injury almost every show, like, since, to some degree, like, yeah, like, uh, at, at Ground, there was, like, like, four people that we know that, like, every day there was at least, like, two injuries, like, there was, like, a couple broken noses, um, there was, like, I don't know, something happened to some guy's collarbone, I think, and, like, um, our friend kennedy from final I got a chair thrown at her so that's pretty dope and uh yeah yeah it's you know like it happens it's just it, it, we're, i think we're kind of desensitized to all of it at this point it's like it, it's kind of weird because like you know show an outsider like this shit and they're like that's fucking that's so stupid like you know and it's uh, obviously like an understandable reaction because we're just gratuitously beating each other the fuck up but, like it's uh it's it's just we kind of accept it at this point
0: like it's it's just a part of it yeah it's just a part of it right so yep it's it's just a part of it and when you said that kenny got a chair thrown at her my first two thoughts were one when i had them on the, when i had fights on the podcast kenny was like i want to i don't want to be at okamaranja just like i want pure violence When she said yeah. that i'm like yep and you're the one that gets a chair thrown at you now now this makes yeah. total sense also yeah. it's just like yeah you know Why don't we just go full on WWE style hardcore matches in the pit? Throw chairs at each other. We're gonna put each other through tables. Um, Shoot, I don't know what else is gonna come up next. sledgehammer is gonna jump into the pit out nowhere. We gonna head to a hardcore uh, show at a Hell in a Cell stage? I don't care. There was a there was a uh,
2: reality denied show at Gladstone uh, not too long ago, and somebody threw like firecrackers (laughs) in the pit. That's crazy. Yeah, and like it kind of burnt the. It was wooden floors, and it kind of burnt it a bit. And it's just like. Everyone was just like, what do we do? Like, no one really wanted to stomp it out because it's like, okay, this is cool, but, like, it's like, damn, like, what do we do? Yeah, exactly, right? So
0: so that is something different i know for one of the ones that recently that i went to that back in september was uh the motions and white tour but when knocked loose played a bunch yeah. of people i know we snuck in a bunch of like inflatable like floaty toys so we just yeah. blew them up and in the pit we we're just smacking each other with like big giant like inflatable axes and hammers and swords and shit and like minecraft axes and you could just clearly <laughs> tell that everyone around the pit was just like Okay, we've seen pits before, but what the fuck are these guys doing? And we're hitting each other hard and just, like, smacking each other dead in the face with these things. And at the Minecraft? end of it, it was just too much fun, man. It was just way too much fun. Do you play
2: Minecraft?
0: No, I don't. Uh, eh. You're missing out. That's a good We got to end the
2: podcast right
0: now, man. I'm sorry. Uh, well, if we end the podcast right now, if you guys are going to go eat pasta and play Minecraft, I'm just going to turn around, turn on the old N64 and just enjoy my day. Do you have an N64 behind you? Uh, yep it's right here hey oh what's in that piece right now? i was playing mario golf nice dude nice if i, I want to switch it out there's have been my uh copy of banjo kazooie in there and that's the game i'll play every single year one time through try and beat my fastest time and see what the fuck happens oh like god. you speed run i'll try that's the only game i'll speed run, it's my favorite game of all time but i won't do like the i won't do any like crazy you know hacking anything i'm gonna try and do it yeah. the way god intended you to do it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll say, we talked about crazy shows and crazy shows from other bands, but I gotta ask, what's a built-on blood show like? When you guys are up on stage, what the hell is it like? Uh, I don't know. It's pretty, I don't know, I don't know,
1: because it's like a different kind of view. Like, when, it's always different because, like, when you see videos and stuff, you don't, like, remember it. Like, you remember it differently because you're like, this looked a lot crazier when I was there. And it's like, different from like looking on stage different from looking like side stage and then different from looking in the pit. It's just like different levels of intensity. But from what I've seen, it's looked pretty violent. Pretty, yeah. pretty good. You the, know? Uh,
2: yeah. The last show we played, it was with, uh, it was like Bayway, Big Greg, um, shout out Big Greg, shout out Rockpile. Rock they played that show. Shout out Clobber, They play that show. Shout out Destin to Burn. Shout out Destin the Burn. They're super sick as well. Um, it yeah it was pretty violent that show for sure um every band every band that night was pretty violent um we yeah
1: all the good monsters came out for that one 100 yeah and it was dope too because like i'd be playing and then like i'd look up and i'd see like i saw our homie andy show that andy like on like top of like three dudes in the back just moving yeah up ass. It was, like, yeah nuts right yeah now. this
2: dude this dude like we made memes of him like flying off the stage and shit well Cole's actually made the meme. Yeah, he's yeah. he's the Cole's a good like meme operator. Like yeah, he'll yeah. uh he'll you know he's weave a good. Yeah, meme <laughs> operator. Yeah, so yeah, but uh yeah, no, shout out Andy. That dude flies around and like we we're at down with him and like literally I swear for like every band, yeah, he was going absolutely like crazy <laughs> for every fucking band, like like flying off the stage and uh, and like at the end of the uh at the end of the the uh, festival, he was—he's uh, like, oh my body's so sore, and then it's like, yeah. And then I think there was like another show, like a few days later or something, and he just goes just as hard. He's like, man, I shouldn't have done this, you know. But it's just like he just
0: feels like he has to do it, like he's compelled. So, yeah, was shout he, out was, Andy. Was Andy mainlining like a Bang Energy or Red Bull at this point to make sure he could get <laughs> through this shit? I don't know. I don't know. Like he's—he just has like I—I I tried to race him up. All- once and he just runs like really fast. <laughs> like he just has like for good energy. Like he, yeah. his energy is yeah, yeah, like yeah. up
2: here, like all times. So
0: yeah, he's got that golden retriever meets husky meets. I'm just gonna be fucking insane energy. That's what it sounds like.
2: Yeah, like when he's doing a side to side, it's like he, scary. It's scary. You don't you don't really like see him coming. Sometimes it's just like <laughs> he, he's so fast. We have a few like. Like, over, like, the past year, like, we kind of, like, calculated, like, everyone's, like, mosh style. Like, we know, like, a few, like, moshers that are, like, okay, this guy's gonna do that and that. And it's just, like, it's, like, everyone has, like, great style. Like, not, there's a lot of good, like, distinctive styles here. It's, uh, it's really, it's really fun to
0: see, so. All right, now you guys are talking me into this more, having to come up and see this. Not just see this, but literally be a part of this and be in the middle of this shit, because that just sounds like so much damn fun to me.
2: Yeah, like, yeah, just, like, come to like a doors pub show or something. It's, it's, yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's like a doors pub is like a small, like corridor that can only fit like 80 people. And, uh, it's, uh, we pack it out and, uh, it it gets pretty crazy. Like the, the, the distance between each wall is like maybe like, like 12 feet. Like it's, it's nothing like huge. It's just like a small ass, like room. (laughs) it's, it always gets
0: packed. It's really fun. Well, I mean, after listening to the Life Sentence EP, just really diving deep into it and just seeing kind of, okay, what is there? How is this going to translate to a live show? I can see where some shit can get real violent and where people can just absolutely enjoy themselves and get down to it just based on the fact that this was something I found interesting listening through this EP. It was, I kind of picked up on like this little bit of like a signature in every single song guys had on there based on how your style of hardcore comes into play, where every time I'm listening through it, the guitar tone had this like sludgy feeling to it, no matter where it was consistently. And whenever I think of like, you know, sludge metal, doom metal, that kind of mix, I'm always thinking of it slower, much more melodic. So it's going to be hard hitting, but it's going to be like, Ugh, uh. of course you guys yeah. had some more of the melodic parts in there. But the thing that just surprised the hell out of me was, As you continue to sometimes pick up the pace, certain songs, you started to build them up, build them up, build them up, and then you drop them down heavier with more, like the more melodic pace. How, whatever you were going with your guitar tone, still having that sludgy feel in there, no matter how fast you're picking up the pace, it kept following along suit and it like melted into it so well where it didn't feel like you had to go. So it's like, this is a natural progression. This is continually go forward, continue to amp up, continuing just to be something that is fantastic. On top of that, even a sloppier snare to kind of keep more of this rugged, rough feeling to it really aligned really well with that style of uh, riff and style of tone of the guitar, all along with the vocal style, because it kind of felt like there's a little bit of like hip-hop infusion there with the way the patterns work but it adds so much to bring a little bit more of this aggressiveness to it and a fresher take while allowing that faster pace to continue to build up and sound so natural as you guys are building up building up building up and then hitting a breakdown that's going to be heavier more melodic but also very smash and grab kind of style where i mean i'm listening through this stuff i'm like you guys are doing this mixture somehow really fucking good thank you
2: yeah thank you thank you we uh I don't know we uh we have a lot of different influences for sure when it comes to uh how we approach writing um i mean all different styles of parkour we kind of come into play like we're big well, like paint truth fans for sure yeah. um just like like modern kind of beatdowny styles and like a lot of older beatdown like we're, we're into as well um for the guitar tone yeah like uh i, I was going for like a like a death metal kind of like hm2 kind of sound like mm-hmm. a like a fucking like entombed meets like uh bloodbath kind of thing and it's just like i think it's bloodbath they're skinless i don't know there's like a death metal band but uh yeah like we i don't know we just wanted to be like pretty ignorant with it when it came to like how we approach sonics and stuff and uh yeah um yeah but there's like a ton of different influences that come into play when it comes to like how we approach writing and stuff it's
0: uh yeah like every song we write it's it's always a little different so and i I like the fact that you have all those different influences in there because even with your style of music yeah you kind of set yourself up with this ep to have you know this this showing of this flow but there's a specific piece behind there where some of these influences are coming through that can allow you to take your music in any other capacity, and any other avenue that you want. Because with what you guys did on this EP, there's so much there construction-wise that allows you to continue on forward, amplifying some of these other influences, seeing where they fit in with your overall sound, with the overall vibe, how you guys want to create your music, and still having something that the fans are going to absolutely get down, get behind, and know that it's a built-on blood track. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, we're set.
2: Like that was it was our first effort, and like we just want to keep improving. And it's uh, we're kind of like building like a formula, I think now. And it's uh, you know we're gonna kind of stick to like a blueprint that we've you know started. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun though. It's been it's been really fun. Um, I I think it's like a little different than like what like a lot. Not not like it's not like totally different, but like it's relatively like different from like what's happening like locally there's like not a lot of like really heavy bands like there's really there's bands like spirit of vengeance and uh um like rd who are like pretty heavy um we kind of wanted to tap into that kind of like realm of like, like okay just like complete just like skull bash and ignorance mm-hmm. and just uh raining on that um it's not to say that we like, like, fuck all the other bands that are doing cool shit too. But, like, we just kind of resonated with that. And, uh, yeah, when it comes to like really, really heavy stuff, like, yeah, there's bands like Spirit of Vengeance, um, locally that they're really, really fucking sick. Um, RD, they're pretty heavy. Big Rig, Big Rig's really heavy. Um, there's like a lot of like death metal adjacent bands like mortuary slabs Labs mm-hmm. they're, they're really sick they're from Hamilton.
1: Even um, Primal
2: Horde from Montreal. Primal Board is really sick from Montreal, Squares and tombs sick. Like more death metal adjacent bands. Um so yeah, uh like yeah, I don't know. That's uh when it comes to yeah when it comes to songwriting, that's pretty much it. Like, you just kind of tapped into that. Um, Yeah, Yeah,
0: but the more you tap into what you want, the more you tap into what you're interested in, the more your music is going to continue to grow and become more dynamic and allow you to capture more fans while retaining a lot of the fans that you still have it's like you said, this is your first effort, you know, going forward, you're going to end up learning more about yourself as songwriters. But for a first effort, the fact that from what I was able to pick up on it, you're able to show a lot of those influences, mix them pretty well together and start to build on a signature of a sound that you guys can already have for yourselves to continue to have at the core of your music while continuing to expand and explore wherever you want. (laughs) That is a huge thing to have. You don't want to miss out on that.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. Sorry. He just sneezed and it kind of threw me off, but look at this. Uh,
0: this creature. This oh, <laughs> it, it, it is a very majestic creature. I thought you were going to show me some pasta right then. They're like, "Look at this pasta." I, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's ready yet. He's, oh, he's, no. he's been cooking. He's been
2: just he's, doing his thing. Yeah,
0: he's been, he's been very concentrated into it. Well, as we get into 2024, what is next for Built on Blood? What's next for you guys coming up in 2024? I mean, if we if we were hearing, you know, this might be the biggest year for Canadian hardcore going into 2024. How are you guys going to make sure that you absolutely hit on that and that you get yours at the same time? Yeah.
1: um, Obviously writing new music for sure.
0: Yeah. We're going to be
1: definitely pushing to go like throughout all of Ontario for shows. Definitely hit up um, Montreal, like Quebec and stuff and just, just push out as much as we can.
2: Yeah.
1: Writing new music
2: for sure. Exactly. And just, just keep yeah. Progressing, exactly. Like knowing what we want to sound like. You know. Even trying to like um go a little further. Like uh going going out west for sure is a yeah. the goal. There's like a good very good scene in uh in the in Calgary. Um they have great like probably some of the best Canadian hardcore bands out there and super dope dudes. And uh yeah, going out there would be sick. So it's just like, you know, we're still growing. We we just released <clears throat> like our AP in September. So, um, you know, still a lot of room to grow. Still are a lot of room to like improve on like what we, um, released so far. Um, so yeah, 2024. Um, yeah. Uh, I think, I think it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be crazy. I think a lot more people are going to show out and yeah. it's gonna just, you know, I think, I think the States connections are going to start to come in a lot more. And, uh, I think that's like the main goal. We kind of want to kind of want to just like break that glass ceiling a lot. And just, you know, it, it kind of sounds like weird, but like in, in, a, in a way like for ourselves, which like we already know we are capable of like, you know, like playing with like state spans, but like, we want to like prove that like we're actually capable, but like, you know, we got to take those like big financial steps. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, for us, like, I, yeah, just playing a lot more and, uh, Making more like good connections and stuff. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. We'll probably drop something. Yeah, there.
1: definitely. We're just, yeah. we're just
2: writing right now, like it's winter hibernation. Like when it
1: comes, kind of, like we have like what? Not a lot more songs. Just we like, got like, I'm saying two. Yeah, no, like no, 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 three. Yeah, yeah like three, three, like three more songs
2: than what's on the EP so like we're kind of in like a raw like prime state of like hey we're just on ground zero so so to speak so yeah um yeah that's what's probably that's our ambitions next year for sure yeah
0: I mean those are some good ambitions I would say especially with just how the Canadian hardcore scene is growing with the fact that there might be some bands that start to really break through and get into the U.S. for whatever's financially viable for you guys I would absolutely suggest just going all gas no brakes
2: thank you yeah it's uh Yeah, it's definitely one of our goals to just like, you know, play these like shows where it's like, okay, like go to Montreal or like go to like Alberta or
0: something. So,
2: yeah, that's uh,
0: definitely a goal of ours. Hey, make that, turn that goal into a freaking reality. You guys can do it. And yes, the harmonica. I'm going to get the harmonica for that. Ooh. Ooh, the harmonica sound. So beautiful. I'll put that in the middle of the song too. Hardcore harmonica breakdown.
2: Yeah, I feel, I feel like when I blow into it, I gotta like. <laughs>
1: oh, I feel like. I that was crazy.
0: I feel like I gotta hop on a boxcar. To like somewhere down south. <laughs> hop on a boxcar, go traveling through with that harmonica. But whatever the fuck Cole just did, that was fucking hysterical. Yeah, you hit like the C major scale. Or <laughs> All right, guys, I got one more question before we wrap this up. Are you ready for it? Yeah, yeah, is the question that brought my attention to you guys and made me check you guys out because other bands have been mentioning you on this. So, can you guys recommend three bands from the Canadian hardcore scene that we should all be checking out right now?
2: Do you want like three bands from each of us or like three bands in total? Three bands so in like total,
1: band.
0: three bands in total. So, a total one band album. for each
1: of us. One band, yeah, okay. I'll go, I'm going with Spirit of Vengeance. Okay. What are you going? I'm going friction from Toronto.
2: Man, this is so like
1: uh, and also shout out to Fight On Site. And I think
2: Russ for <laughs> shouting
1: out. Uh, Rockwell. And Rockwell. Yeah. Those are three bands we
2: would have said. <laughs> Josh is in Fight On Site, so yeah. So um a bit uh, can it be from all of Canada or Yeah, it could be from all of Canada. I don't really care. Yeah. I honestly shout out just right they they're really sick as well. Um they're from Ch- uh, I guess Chatham where it's yeah. like Windsor H- area, Kent County. Yeah, they're super sick.
0: Uh yeah, uh super sick guys. So well perfect. We got a couple of great suggestions in there and more Canadian hardcore for not only other people to check out but for me to check out as well. Yeah, <laughs> making me you excited. Come up, man,
2: I'm telling you, just come up through yeah. Windsor or some something, you know, just kick Dude, it. In you know
0: that was actually my plan i was just gonna drive through i was just gonna drive to detroit just hop on the bridge between detroit and windsor and then just go to hamilton and just see what the heck you guys are going on and having yeah. going on up there because it seems wild i want to be a part of it and yeah i'll talk to rob and see when like the best time to make this happen is because
2: i'm, that, I'm
0: interested <laughs> i'm in
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no rob's a rob's a silly guy we, we love him
0: but uh yeah, Don't talk. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. He's, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Well, on that end, as we bring this episode to this conclusion, one thing I'd like to do is give my guests, which is both of you in this, it's a chance to whatever you want to say. Plug, give a plug. Promote or promote at the end of the episode. So, my friends, the floor is yours. Um, we want to just thank, uh,
2: yeah, our moms for sure. Yeah. Um, thanks. Uh, what else? Thanks. Thank you for good education. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs>
1: thanks for thanks for
2: <laughs> thanks for thanks for pizza pizza because i had that last night and uh uh thank you for help for you know helping us out or getting us on this podcast like
0: really really appreciate it it's really really a good opportunity you know so and also, thank you to Cole for cooking you guys' pasta right now. Yeah, and yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I don't know if he's done. I think he is. But, yeah. like, I think that would be a good send-off. He just showed you his masterpiece.
0: It'll be a good send-off as he shows it once he's ready. So I'll go for, like, two more minutes. So three things to close with this podcast, specifically. First things first, when it comes to built-on, when it comes to finding them, when it comes to discovering them on social media, where you can listen to their music and check them out everywhere. Go to script the podcast, which is fine. Built on Blood Online. I'm be your own personal Google here, so all the links, all the labels are going to be there for you. So all you have to do is click and go. Pick your favorite one. Follow them on every platform. So listen to them on your favorite streaming service. Go support them at a local show whenever you get to go see them play live. Hey, you'll know all about it if you follow them by clicking all the links below, hitting that follow button, or stream, subscribe, whatever it might be. Yeah, even if they have their own OnlyFans, too, subscribe to the Built on Blood OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Wait. Look. Look. Look.
0: Look at that. Yeah. Oh, you could put that pasta on OnlyFans and it would definitely get some uh it would definitely get some money for you. <laughs> Sounds so good, man. And he was playing Fortnite too. Look. <laughs> well, well, well done. Absolutely well done.
1: Yeah.
0: And now it is time for number two, gentlemen. Whenever it gets to the podcast and join the podcast, I tend to make a certain promise to say, Hey, thank you for being on the podcast. I appreciate it. And I'd like to continue to support you. So this is a promise of when. When I get see you perform live for the first time, hopefully it's when I come up to Canada and we just have a freaking blast and we're able to do a live podcast, pasta dinner style. But when that happens, I will look for you. I will pursue you. I will find you like Liam Neeson, and I will say hi, but also first round is on me. All right.
1: Sounds good. All right. All right.
0: Yeah, we have harmonicas, so you'll know where to find us. Oh, yeah, I'll find a hardcore band with harmonicas, and that's exactly where we'll go with it, and I'll know exactly <laughs> where to get, my, where to bring that first round to. And as we bring this to its official conclusion, I cannot end this podcast by saying goodbye, because, guys, this was a shit ton of fun. I would love to have you on the podcast again in the future. I want to continue supporting you, and i got to make good that promise. So this is not goodbye, guys. This is Enjoy Your Pasta, and I'll see you later. All right, man. Yeah. Have a good night. Get some cheese well folks it's my interview with the guys from built on blood and now it is time for kevin's final thought and because we're wrapping up 2023 and i'm thinking about the canadian hardcore scene as well i am incredibly thankful looking back on it the northern was the ones that first mentioned it and i thought you know what this is really cool this is something that A lot of people are starting to like really get behind in that scene. It's really growing. But why is no one talking about this? Why is no one focusing in on this? Why don't I give this a shot, see what's going on there, and lend support to a great scene that is growing that could soon become just as good and as popular as Australian metal is to the rest of the world? So I said, screw it. Let's go and do it. We talked with one of the major, major people then following that with Rob from Rust, and then since then, you know, Soul Pays, Fight on Sight, No Exceptions, Um, and now Built on Blood, and Rockpile, I forgot about them, but there's gonna be more coming on as well, and the reason behind that is because this scene is just so insanely incredible with the diversity of sound for these hardcore bands and how they're influenced by it, the diversity in people that are in these scenes, the welcome nature of these scenes, and it, it's something that, you, you know, the quality behind there is getting so good. And you listen to some of their music that's like with built on blood, a little more of a sludge flavor to it, especially from those guitar riffs, but they can pick up the pace. They can go a lot heavier at the same time as well. And it doesn't sound like it is messed up in any other direction. That kind of ability to write and that kind of support that the scene is giving them. I want to see this thing grow. I want to see this thing become one of the most insane things that you could possibly have. And I want to get to go and experience it myself sometime in 2024, go to Hamilton, go see like two nights of shows, see what goes on, interview a bunch of bands live, see how we can make this scene even bigger and just really, really create something for the world that's really already there. It's already being created. I just want to help it continue on. So on that note, make sure you follow along with Built Down below. Link description of the podcast below for everything from their social media sites where you can watch YouTube videos, anything like that. Find them online, know when they're playing shows, and of course, stream their music. Also, make sure you go down and follow the Core Progression Podcast. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Anything you need to know about the podcast, get connected with us. It's all there. Also hit subscribe right down here on the corporate crush podcast on YouTube, new episodes of the podcast every single Tuesday and Thursday and reaction content every Friday as well, as well as hitting follow on Spotify app podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon, the full episodes every single Tuesday and Thursday will appear on those as well. Also like the episode so we can push in the algorithm, get more popular and get much, much more people into this kind of great music that we have on the Court Progression Podcast and all of these great bands. Thank you, everybody, for a great 2023. We are continuing in 2024. We're not stopping this. So that's going to be for you guys. Thank you for watching to the Court Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one. He's he up to the big, healthy, and hearty. See y'all!